0: Stone carries on the backhand and tires the one-timer and a save by Rask. McQuaid gets a piece, Ryan in front of MacArthur, and that was Larceny. Rask
1: robs MacArthur from the doorstep on a one-time. Bobby Ryan away from McQuaid, closes, goes right across the middle, net, and Ryan scores!
0: McQuaid seals it off, Petrona Shuts go!
1: Third and final hour here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPNNHradio.com. Ashish Sharma, Dave Pollard, and Mark Lozell taking you up till 2 p.m. this afternoon. We've got five questions with yours truly coming up at one twenty. I just got to say, guys, like Jack Edwards fires me the hell up. I, just, I love listening to that guy. Just, oh, He's one can't get best. enough of Jack. Can't get enough of Jack. His lines are crazy. You better pay him in rubles. That was an unbelievable save off the Russian. I don't know where he gets these one-liners.
0: I'm Jack Edwards, and we are high. <laughs> I, think I,
1: I think I have an idea where he gets it from. Jack's the best. Um, so, yeah, we've got uh, five questions coming up. Hamlet goes down as if shot. Get up! <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite ones. We got five. <laughs>
0: he can't even talk. He can't be stopped. Oh, he can't be Jack stopped. Jack Edwards uh, is an immovable force.
1: Untouchable. <laughs> okay, so um, in this segment, let's just talk about you know game two, two hours away now. Um, Dave, what do the Bruins have to do now to secure, hopefully, another win here, which would put them in complete control of this series, coming uh, back to the Garden?
0: They certainly can't go another period without a shot on goal. You don't want to lean on Tuka Rask as much, although you need Tuka Rask to play as well as he did. Yep. Sort of a double-edged sword there. Uh, you need better performances from your top players. I know that Pasternak had a couple of chances, but it seemed like he was sort of fighting the puck a little bit, maybe gripping the stick a little too hard. He had zero shots. He did hit a post, but he had two breakaways and zero shots. (laughs) You cannot not get a shot on goal on a breakaway. (laughs) You got to make the goalie work. You have to make the goalie make a save. Brad Marchand ended up with the game-winning goal, but as I said in the first segment, seemed a little timid out there, wasn't at the top of his game. First game back after a two-game suspension, and obviously that time, that elapses uh, between the regular season and the postseason, so maybe just a tiny bit of rust to his game, but he should be good to go. Uh, so he needs to step up and play the game that he knows how to play, which is sort of being that dirty little rat out on the ice frustrating people. And you gotta toe the line when you're Marshan. You just can't hit a guy in the nuts. No, you, you can't. just can't do it. So toe the line and draw the line at sackwhacking a guy. Yeah. You know? Don't do that. Everything else on the table. Vanilla yeah. nut taps. Take off the table. A little, <laughs> little vanilla
1: nut taps. A little vanilla nut taps.
2: The thing about the young guys on the Bruins is, you know, I, I feel like they got game one over with, which is great because I think, you know, sometimes the nerve sets in, you know, especially with Pasternak. Maybe that's the reason why he was a little, you know, sluggish out there. Um, but I, I think this is a nice little c- clean slate as you – kind of step into the, you know, just keep on making moves into the beginning stages of your playoff career.
0: Sure, and, and I will say this. The pressure's on Ottawa right now. Oh, big time. You took the pressure off yourself by at least in game one, you win. Now you guarantee a split at Ottawa. The pressure's on the Senators today. If they don't come out and perform, they're down 2-0. Mm-hmm. And suddenly you're back in Boston, down to 2-0? And you're coming back to the garden and the on marathon Monday? On their homage. Good ice. luck. Oh, please. <laughs> you are gonna get ran out of that building if you're the Senators on Monday. Do you know how drunk the fans are gonna be, by the way? Hey, At brood. the T D Garden on Monday? You got the marathon uh, and then the Red Sox play at 11. And then you got the Bruins in the Marathon playoffs Monday's in gonna be game crazy. three. They're going to be juiced at up. At the Garden. Juiced up. Can you oh, imagine? The Celtics, are playing early. On, the Celtics <laughs> are
1: playing on Sunday, but can you imagine if that game was on Monday? Oh, it would be nuts. Marathon oh, Monday. That would be the craziest the, the Marathon only Monday it ever. it can't be is because the Celtics the have home court. Yeah. Right. So they can't yeah. play two
0: games at the Garden. That's right. You know, that that is what it is. This, I was going to save this all for the blast-off anyway, but look at the little run that we've got here, all right? Starting today with the Bruins at 3 o'clock. You've got Game 2, Bruins, 3 tonight. you got Game 1 of the celtics Bulls tomorrow. Then back to Monday, you got Marathon Monday, the Red Sox at 11, Bruins at home, Game 3 of the postseason. Go on to Tuesday, you got Game 2 of the Celtics and the Bulls at the Garden. Yep. Then you move on to Wednesday, you've got Game 4. For the Bruins and the Senators.
2: What a fun stretch.
0: And I don't know the rest of the NBA schedule, but I know that the Bruins will play, if necessary, Game 5 on Friday. So if the Celtics have Thursday Thursday. night, oh, what a little run we're on right here. This totally makes up. Oh, yeah. Let's
1: get the train going. Let's do it. This totally makes up for the bland, you know, February. And, well, February we had the Patriots Super Bowl run. But after that, mid-February through March, when we would come in here every Saturday and be like, guys, what the hell do we talk about? Like, now it's too much.
2: That's why I love it. That's
1: what I love because when we were coming in in February, we were literally grasping at straws. We had one show. Go around. to a happy place. This is our happy place. This Thank, is you, happy. We're, we're is. Thank you, happy. We're here now. Thank you, happy. We're in.
0: We're in <laughs> such a good time for sports, and, right it, and it makes up for
1: that you know sort of dark spot in March. And Dave had the opportunity to get away for a few weeks, and I'm kind of jealous because that's literally the ideal the time, time yeah. for a sports talk show host to take an extended vacation. It's March. Peace. I'll see you in April. Yep. <laughs> Waiting for the
0: playoffs.
2: But this is like the ideal time for, you know, sports, um, you know, fanatics. I I would say, you know, fans around the, the, the city of Boston is because, you know, once you have, you know, the Red Sox playing, you got, you know, Sale, of course, on the mound today. You know, then you got Bruins and Celtics, of course. Everybody comes as one. Like, everybody's rooting for, you know, the Celtics oh, they, they and the Bruins. they off each other, f- too.
1: It's not just the fans. It's, it's the oh, players. right, right. And, and, but my
2: point is, like, say the Bruins were in and the Celtics were out, or vice versa. Right. right. Not as exciting. The, not only not as exciting, but everybody's talking about, oh, hockey's better than basketball. Right. And, you know, everybody comes together as one. They're rooting for their teams at the same time, which is awesome
0: right. to Oh, see. So oh yeah, good.
1: Celtics fans are supporting the Bruins, and yeah. Bruins fans are supporting the Celtics, even though
0: they may not be fans of the other sports. And, and, and let's not even understate the fact that Monday's Marathon Monday, oh. and the emotion that flows through that city the past huge. couple of marathons, obviously since the tragedy of the bombing a couple years ago, right. that's a day that Boston celebrates together. Mm-hmm. So the Bruins being at the Garden that day, they're gonna get a huge lift. From that crowd. And I, for one, I can't wait. I can't wait for Marathon Monday because what a day that is. You've got you've got the Marathon, the Red Sox, followed by a Bruins playoff game. Celtics in the playoffs the very next day. I do you like
1: them, Max?
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about right there, all right? And it's called Patriots Day. What a day. It's like, what Patriots a day, day Monday is going to be. So gear up for Monday, people. If you got the day off of work. You might want to take Tuesday off, too, because you're not going to be ready to go back to work. You're probably probably going to start drinking around noon. Exactly. Uh, Maybe even earlier. (laughs) They are drinking early, as Tom Brady used to like to say. Uh, Back to the Bruins and what they got to do in Game 2 here, because you played a great road game, Game 1. And I know there's there's that huge blemish being the second period there where you're outshot 12-zip. That can't happen. It, it can
2: if you had the response again.
0: I don't think it can happen again. I, can? No, no. I think you get away with something like being an outshot. Uh, not having a single shot in a period, you get away with maybe one time. One time They're yeah. lucky it didn't bury him because Tuka stood on his head. Now, if They were outscored 1-0 in the second two. That's when Ottawa got their goal. So they were like an inch away from being buried in that game. If Ottawa goes up 2 nothing with that 1-3-1, forget it. They're going to sit back. They're going to defend. You're not going to be able to break in, just like you weren't able to really in the second. Now, the Bruins did sort of figure it out in the third period there, where they're able to get zone entry, and they're able to hem the Ottawa Senators in their own zone. So for success in game two, have a better start, because when the Ottawa Senators have to play from behind, they have to abandon the 1-3-1 eventually. Now, if it's 1-0 in the second period, they're still close. They don't necessarily have to abandon it right away. But if you put a goal in in the first period, you get them on their heels early, you ramp up that offensive zone attack time, you get them tired, you get their legs moving, you get them frustrated as opposed to you being frustrated by the neutral zone trap, now you're talking about Ottawa having to abandon their game because the 1-3-1... Does not work when you're playing from behind. I, it I just say, doesn't work.
2: What's the benefit of playing a one-three-one? I mean, yo, you're the ho- it frustrates fishinado.
0: it, it frustrates the hell out of the opposing team it does. into making bad mistakes. the The trap in the neutral zone is to create turnovers and then break the other way and hopefully capitalize on the mistake that the other team makes. If you're combating the one-three-one, you need patience. You need execution, which is why. Again, Charlie McAvoy is an X-factor here. He's your puck-moving defenseman. You need your defenseman to step up and have that first pass coming out of your own zone be a solid breakout pass. You need to, you need to find a way to sort of overload one side or the other and open up space on the other side. Almost. So it's about creating passing lanes when you're on the breakout, and then it's about the defenseman finding those lanes, which McAvoy did very well on, on Wednesday— Colin Miller can do it. Tory Krug can do it. Brandon Carlo can do it. But those three guys are not playing. They're out. You're without your three best puck-moving defensemen, and you've added Charlie McAvoy, who's a 19-year-old. So we, uh, if we can expect to see what we saw in Game One out of him, you're in good shape. If uh, you know, but you can't really expect it out of a 19-year-old rookie. If he does it, you're in good shape, though. You've you've got to have that first pass in order to beat the trap. If you do that. Get the puck in the own zone. It's about clean entry, winning the blue lines on both ends, clean entry, pinching at the blue line when you have them hemmed in, and creating that offensive zone attack time that's going to frustrate Ottawa. So that's how you combat it.
2: And Dave, I feel like in hockey, most importantly, kind of like in baseball too, I feel like every game has like a moment where it becomes like a theme. And I think Game One was you know the rel- relentlessness of the Bruins, not you know willing to give up. They didn't give up, and also which ch- was
0: so encouraging
2: the Charlie McAvoy storyline. But what do you, what do you think is going to be the storyline going out of this game? Because I feel like from a perspective from a Bruins side of things, you have to have guys like Bergeron and Marshawn. Really start putting the puck in the net mm-hmm. and scoring early. Do you, do you think that that should be like the topic going into the game? Uh, yeah. If, if
0: if the Bruins are to win this game, yeah, I think you're going to say that the the difference between this game and Game One, if there are any differences, what the Bruins need to try and do differently in this game is putting a goal up early, more activity. Yeah, absolutely. And now that you know, they lost to the Senators uh, four straight this year. Prior, Even going back two years, I think they've lost seven of their last eight prior to the win on Wednesday. Oh,
2: Senators have had their number.
0: And they've been the Achilles heel of the Bruins down the stretch. They've been the team that one way or another has knocked them out, whether it was two years ago when they won their game and the Bruins lost their final game and Ottawa ended up being the eighth seed and you were out. Or last year when Ottawa had nothing to play for, they were not a playoff team, but they still clocked you knocked six you to out. one yep. and knocked you out of the playoff picture. <sighs> mm-hmm. You bet you got to be up for this series if you're the Bruins. This is the team that has knocked you out the last two years. So knock them out this year. If you're the Bruins, that's your motivation. We, we couldn't beat this team. We haven't been able to. But you show up game one in their building and you beat them because you don't quit. You're down one nothing. That's a good road win. That's a good road win. Any time you can go into the third as a road team in a playoff game, down by a goal, you've got a shot. Yeah. You've got a chance because momentum swings in hockey are more prevalent than in any other sport. They put that one goal in. All of a sudden, it, it, the ice is tilted the other direction, and you get that game winner on right. that huge shift by the first line of, of Bergeron, Marsha, and Pasternak, and you got Char and McAvoy on the defensive end. What a a shift that was, too, to have them hemmed in their own zone for 55 seconds like that. That's what you need. You need to gain entry. you got to get past the trap. And there's multiple ways of doing it, but it's tougher than you'd think, you know, because Ottawa has been doing it all year. It's all they do, and they execute it well. So it is frustrating. It is tough. It creates turnovers. And those seem
2: like two bad ingredients, you know, the youth of, you know, Charlie McAvoy and other Bruins players on the roster, versus a trap because then that creates turnovers and it keeps you, you know, shaky at all times. And I feel like the more poise and control you have with the puck, the better decisions you are going to make because you're going to have control of that puck and look around and have that vision to look for the right pass instead of making the complete, you know, awful error.
0: Yeah, I agree. Keys to the game here. Number one, beat that trap. Beat it early. Get into the zone, get into the Ottawa zone early. Have attacking zone time early. Put them on their heels in the first period. And you need to have a full tilt, full throttle, 60-minute effort. You cannot have a period like you did in the second in game one. It won't. It, you won't have success. It'll That's be ugly. not sustainable. It'll be ugly. You cannot do that. You need Tuca to step up again and, and be the best player on the ice like he was on Wednesday because the team with the hot goalie always, always goes the distance. You need Tuca to step up again. Beat that 1-3-1. One, Get an early goal in. That's what I want to see today. Take a lead. Because when you do that against the Senators, a trap team, then you knock them off their game. Yep. You, have, you then force them to play your game. And, and you knock them out of that neutral zone trap because you can't play the 1-3-1 when you're behind because you're sitting back by nature in the 1-3-1. So if you go up early... Knock them out of the one-three-one strategy. Now they're playing your game,
2: and Ottawa's no
0: good in their own zone. They yeah. were minus two. I can't say it enough. They cannot score. They capitalize on mistakes. So play mistake-free hockey. Put a goal in early. Put them on their heels and get them out of the one-three-one. Go win this game and take it to nothing. Back to TD Garden on Monday, Marathon Monday. Take them out of their comfort zone and feed I... off that crowd on Monday as well. That's getting ahead of ourselves, but drink everybody's beer. Let's 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 have ourselves a day today. All right? And let's have ourselves a weekend. A weekend to follow. 3-day weekend. 3-day weekend. Marathon Monday coming up. All right, but quick the, but those are your keys today.
1: Quick break here <laughs> on the Sports Blast. We will be back with five questions. Don't go anywhere. ESPN New Hampshire.